0: You know, God has been talking to us, if you've been here for the past, you know, number of weeks, God has been talking to us a lot about courage. You know, every single minister that's been up here has been touching on courage in some light or capacity. And so my message tonight is about courage. And the title of my message is, are you ready? Drum roll, please. (laughs) The Courage to Never Give Up on Your Dreams. Amen? The courage to never give up on your dreams. So, why is God talking to us about courage? You know, I don't know if you've asked yourself that as of late, but usually God doesn't waste his words. Um, usually when he's talking to us about something like courage, it's for a purpose. And so I would... Like to imagine that you know in this season that we're in right now, in in you know going into the new year of 2018, I would imagine and anticipate that God is going to be asking us to do some courageous things. So, talking about courage, He's really preparing us, He's strengthening us to do courageous things. So, um, yeah, 2018, I'm really excited about it. I really feel like as a house we're In the best place we've ever been to this point, wouldn't you say? um, God is just doing amazing things and 2018 is going to be awesome. And I really felt in my heart of scripture for 2018, we haven't really heard anything prophetically yet, we will, we always do hear things prophetically about what is God saying about 2018. And you know, as I was praying about this message, I really just felt Isaiah 43, 18 to 19, sidebar, I'm going to fly through some scriptures tonight. I really feel like that's what God wants to do. A big part of my message is really just to remind ourselves of some promises in the Word. And so, what I want you guys to do is don't worry. If I'm even the people in AV, like, don't worry about getting the scriptures up on the screen. That might be like breaking protocol, but. Um, if you're worrying about, like, writing down the scripture references, Uh uh don't stress about that. There's Aunt Jenny. Happy birthday. (laughs) We love you so much. Hope you had the best day. Um, And so, yeah, don't worry about, like, the scripture references. If you want to know a scripture reference, come up to me after. I'll get it to you. We're really just going to, you know, read through some promises, and that's going to be just an impartation of strength. So I want you to just receive the strength that comes from the word. So we're going to start with Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. In the NIV, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland, in the message. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I am making a road through the desert. So, talking about courage. When we aren't excited, what God is doing corporately in the house, or when we don't feel a sense of excitement in our hearts regarding what God is doing in our personal life, it usually means that we're in a little bit of discouragement, and we may not really know it, because when you believe that God is up to good things, when you believe that it's prosperity month, that should birth a sense of excitement in your heart so you know a a lack of excitement is usually an inclination that you may be feeling a little bit down so discouragement and disappointment they come from not seeing things from god's perspective so when you see things through the perspective of the word of god it will always 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 make you feel encouraged. And so the disconnect sometimes if we're feeling discouraged or if we're feeling disappointed is we can usually trace it back to a you know a, a lack of the word of God in our life. Maybe we need more of it, maybe we're not spending enough time in it, maybe we need help believing it, whatever the case may be. So, like I said, I'm just going to read through some promises tonight and I wanted to just really impart A sense of strength in us. So consuming the Word of God keeps us strong. We all know that. It It is our daily bread. And something that we've all heard but need to sometimes be reminded of is that if the Word of God says so, that settles it in my life. If the Word of God says so, that settles it in my life 100 percent the word of god it in in the entire universe is final authority yes. so psalm 119 89 standing firm in the heavens fastened to eternity is the word of god isn't that beautiful first peter 1:25. the word of God endures forever Isaiah 40 verse 8 the word of God stands forever Amen. Isaiah 55:11, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth God speaking it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing I sent it to do so discouragement, I looked up the definition of discouragement in my dictionary that's from like 1828. There's a, um, a really cool app. If you're, like in, if you're studying the word of God and you want to get um, a definition on something, there's an app called, I think it's literally just called 1828. And it just gives you really beautiful definitions of words. So... This specific dictionary describes discouragement as a miscarriage of a dream, a plan, a hope, or a desire. A miscarriage of a dream, a plan, a hope, or a desire. And disappointment and discouragement are actually a very dangerous thing, undealt with. Because they rob us of our courage, So if we are in discouragement or we're in disappointment, that's okay. I mean, it happens, right? Like things happen and we feel discouraged. We feel disappointed. But we need to realign ourselves with the word of God. Otherwise, we're in a very dangerous place because discouragement and disappointment, if you leave it undealt with, it will cause you to compromise on your dreams on your destiny, on your hopes, on your wishes, on your desires. And can even lead you to quitting. Um, And so we're going to just keep talking about that a little bit tonight. The passing of time. That's section two in my notes. The passing of time. (laughs) So the passing of time can lead to discouragement. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple examples in my own life. I'm going to be a little vulnerable up here because I feel like that really helps us learn what God is saying. So the passing of time can cause disappointment and discouragement. Why? Because Proverbs 13:12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. What's that saying? It's saying that when our hope dwindles to nothing, it makes us feel heartbroken or heartsick, the word of God says. And it's our job to be stewards of the hope inside of our heart. It's our job to feed and consume the word of God, which produces faith in our heart. That's our job. Okay, so, you know, In Christianity, in the beginning, you know, when you first really start to experience the presence of God, and you know, I can remember in my own life, um, you know, God just really gives you so many great prophetic promises, and and not laughing because that's not true, laughing because it is true. God gives you amazing prophetic promises, you know, and, and, and you're just like, oh. I'm gonna change the world, yeah. which we are. Yeah. Right. The word of God is eternal. Yeah. And so in the beginning of your walk with God, or just through different seasons, you know, you get prophetic promises, you know, you, you understand and see glimpses of your destiny and, and whatnot. And with the passing of time, there is the temptation to you know look at God and say, you know, God, where are you? You know, you you let me down, or you you forgot about me. You forgot about that promise that you made to me. And that, a lot of the times, can really be what we face, you know, with the passing of time. And so, you know, when we get those prophetic promises, then there comes just like the everyday, daily walking out of life. And in Romans 12, it says, here's what I want you to do. Take your everyday life, your ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you. And quickly respond. God brings the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity in you. So in the passing of time, God hasn't forgotten about us. It's that God is forming things in us and working things out of us and perfecting us. And like the word this this message says, this message translation says, He's bringing the best out of us. Romans five says, But with joy let us in our sufferings, let us rejoice in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships. Knowing that hardship and pressure produces patient endurance. And endurance produces proven character and spiritual maturity. And proven character and spiritual maturity produce hope and confident assurance. Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us. Isn't that good? Romans 5. So with the passing of time... God is developing us. That's what we need to remember. That's really important to to remember. So, He doesn't forget about promises, He is preparing us for promises. Super, super important to remember that. You know, God, He doesn't forget about our promises, He's preparing us for our promises. Don't ever give up on a prophetic word. Because God is faithful. And with the passing of time, when we keep our hope alive, when we steward the hope inside of us and we steward the faith inside of us by feeding on the word, we are, like the word of God is saying, we are being prepared. So endurance we're going to talk about endurance for a second. So Hebrews 6:12 imitate those who through faith and patience or in the word of God when the word talks about patience it's really talking about endurance. So Hebrews 6:12 imitate those who through faith and patient endurance inherit what has been promised. Endurance is defined as a state of lasting a state of continuing without yielding to pressure. A waiting for. And and Minister Joy said something about waiting, you know, right as she was giving the offering. That endurance is remaining constant in the waiting. Okay, so um, I don't know if you guys ever listen to Keith Moore, but he is so amazing and just has amazing, amazing messages on any topic that you could ever think of (laughs) on his website. Just google Keith Moore. So he says, the end of your patience is the end of your faith. So faith and patience or faith and endurance together, the marriage of those two things, is what enables us to inherit a promise. So We get a prophetic word. There's the passing of time. And there's two ways you can go. You can remain hopeful and remain patient and endure and continue to believe God and be strengthened continually. You're either getting stronger or you're either, your hope is dwindling. And if you're if you are you know, going down the path where you feel like discouragement is setting in or disappointment is setting in, it's very easy to get out of. Uh, we just need the Word of God. And the Word of God, it really produces inside of us powerful determination. Or um, another word is grit. Dogged determination and discipline that keeps you on track and focused on the promises of God. So sometimes, you know, like I said, we hear a prophetic word, we get a prophetic promise, you read something in the word of God, you hear something, whatever, you know, we, we hear it and then we, we like to plan, at least I do, because I am I'm a planner. <laughs> like, we like to plan out our perfect little life, you know? Am I the only one? <laughs> We have this little plan of how we think life should go and how life should look. You know, when I, when I was 20, I was saying, you know, I really want to be married by the time I'm 25. I'm almost 30. <laughs> and it would be very, and I'm, I'm good. Like, I am loving life. Like, there's no one on the planet who loves being single more than me. Um, I just love, you know, there's things about every season that you can learn to appreciate, and so I'm just, like, really appreciating the control over my money, and I'm really appreciating, (laughs) and I'm really appreciating the freedom that I have, I just am really, God has taught me a lot in my journey, and so, you know, I'm just gonna talk a little bit more about this, because... I don't know why, but like, I always seem to get prophetic words about getting married. Like, and I'd never asked for them. I don't know why. Like, people will call me out of crowds, and they're like, one time, Prophetess Kathy called me out of a crowd and was like, your husband's going to come into your life like, bam! Like Or like, Emeril Lagasse says, bam! You know, that like celebrity chef. And then I got another prophetic promise one time where it's like, you know, he's going to match you, he's going to, God's going to provide you somebody who like matches your calling and God, and God's preparing him for you, the list goes on. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I literally got these promises probably like seven, eight, or nine years ago. <laughs> and, you know, it would be very easy for me to look in the face of God and say, God, you let me down. You know, I'm turning 30 soon. Everyone knows that when you're 30, you should be married. Like, that's just the way society is. Everyone knows I should have like 2.5 kids or is it like 1.5 kids, whatever the stats are. Everyone knows that, God. You know, like it would be easy for me, (laughs) it would be easy for me to look at him and say, you let me down. You gave me these promises. You got my hopes up, and here I am, with nothing. (laughs) It would be easy for me to say that, okay? And this is just my example of a promise that God's given me. Some of you who are married are probably saying, like, don't do it. (laughs) But, you know, whatever, it's a desire of my heart. And so... You know, it's easy when God gives you promises and there's the passing of time. I feel like we should have like music or some little jingle to that. With the passing of time, you know, after we get our prophetic promises and when we plan out our life and this little, you know, this is how life is going to go and this is what's going to happen and this is how it's gonna be and we've got it all wrapped up beautifully in a little bow. You know, it's, it's easy when things don't turn out the way we plan or think, or the way we think it should happen, it's easy to be discouraged, it is. It's easy to be mad at God. It's easy to, to be offended at God and say, God, you let me down. It's, e- it's all too easy. I haven't been this, I haven't always been in this place. (laughs) Okay? Um, But when we fix our attention and focus on the word of God, it produces a strength inside of us. And it keeps us on track. And, you know, a lot of life is, or at least for me so far, a lot of life is learning how to enjoy the journey, yeah, come on you know, because we can be so looking forward to something and so wanting something and so desiring something that if we don't have it, we sometimes feel in- incapacitated, like we can't enjoy today or we can't enjoy where we are right now or we can't enjoy this place. And so a lot of life is just learning how to be happy with where we are, you know, and and enjoy the season that we're in. And the only way that we can do that is when we are hopeful about the future. So when we are in the Word of God and we're consuming the Word of God and we're reading the Word of God and and it's shaping the way we think and it's shaping our perspective, that produces contentment inside of us. And, you know, like, I, I've gotten to the place, and, I, and I'm not trying to, to brag, but I really have gotten to the place where I'm like, God, I know you got it. Like, you have my man. <laughs> I don't know what's taking him so long. <laughs> Clearly it's him. It's all him. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm so, like I look back, like 2020 hindsight, like I look back on my life and I'm actually so glad that I've been walking out the journey that I have because for whatever reason, like I needed it. Like I, you know, I've really, I've learned so much about myself. I, I've learned who I am. I know the calling of God in my life. Like I, I have had the opportunity and I'm thankful for those things. You know, we all have our own path. We all have our own walk. We have our own individual journey with, with God and with the Holy Spirit. And we can't compare our walk to another person's walk, you know. God sometimes calls some people to get married at 18. For, you know, that, that's, that's God's thing. Like, he's got our destinies in his timing. Okay, so that's another thing, too, is that, like, you know, when, when believing for a promise... We are to remain in faith about it, and that faith will produce joy and peace in our hearts, and we can enjoy our journey. but we leave the timing with God. Right. Um, I have a couple scriptures that I want to read about that. So the timing of our destinies, it's in God's hands. Psalm 16: "I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands." Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I am overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you. For you have given me the best. Psalm 7. But I will give all my thanks to you, Lord, for you make everything right in the end. Psalm 139. You've gone into my future and prepared the way. Psalm 145, You are faithful to fulfill every promise you have ever made to me. You give me what I hunger for at just the right time. You satisfy the longings of every living thing. Every one of your godly lovers receives even more than what they ask for. For you hear what our hearts really long for. My favorite, Psalm 31, my life, my every moment, my destiny, it's all in your hands. And so, you know, you can see how, you know, hearing the word, it's readjusting our thinking, you know, and sometimes we can get off into thinking, God, where are you? God, what's taking so long? You forgot about me. I'm gonna give up on that dream. And you know it's it's all too easy to get into that that pattern of thoughts, right. and when we read the word of God and remind ourselves of the faithfulness of God, it it realigns us and it produces strength in our heart. I'm actually um, I actually have a fun little clip from a movie. Um, we're not going to play it yet, Avi, Just one second. I want to explain it. Um, this is a clip from actually Beauty and the Beast, very spiritual movie. the new one, the new, like, live Disney one, Um, there's a scene that I'm going to show you guys. It's just, like, a minute long. And it's the Beast is giving Belle a magical book. And he's explaining to her how to use it. So that's what I want you guys, excuse me, to pay attention to, is I want you to pay attention to his instructions to her, okay? So, Avi, if you could roll that clip for me.
1: You say we'd run away. Another little gift from the Enchantress. A book that truly allows you to escape. amazing It was her cruelest trick of all it was just another curse The outside world has no place for a creature like me But it can for you <clears throat> Think of the one place you've always wanted to see
0: repeat his line to her because I felt like it it really embodied everything that God has put in my heart for tonight. So he says to her, think of the one place you have always wanted to see. Find it in your mind's eye and feel it in your heart. Isn't that so beautiful? I'm going to say it again. Think of the one place you have always wanted to see. Find it in your mind's eye and feel it in your heart. So, you know, we're talking about discouragement. We're talking about disappointment. When we read through the word of God, it reminds us of the promises of God. And, you know, talking about getting married, having a family, it's in God's time. Ming. It's in God's timing. It's in God's hands for my life, for your life, whatever your promise is. But you know, I can I can close my eyes, and I can see my little kids running around my kitchen, and I'm making pancakes, <laughs> and I'm pouring a French press. You know, like I can see that. And when the beast is talking to Bell, that's what it means to be hopeful. You know, you you think of the the one dream in your life that you want so bad. You know, maybe it's a dream of of ministry, maybe it's a dream of business, whatever it is. You know, maybe you, you dream of leading worship or you dream of a home, owning a home, whatever it is. Maybe you you're in the same spot as me. You're, you're believing God to get married, and you want kids, and you want a family. You know, it's like what what the Beast says. You know, think of the one thing that you are believing God for. Think of that dream that maybe has died, or maybe you, you felt discouraged, or maybe you you know you, you've been discouraged with the passing of time you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, but think of that one thing. See it in your mind's eye, you know, when you close your eyes and you meditate, and feel it in your heart. And, you know, being a courageous person means that before we see the promise with our natural eyes, we look at our life and we say, God is faithful. Because He He really is. Like He comes through every time. Every time. Every time. And, you know, like these scriptures that I was reading, you know, my life, my every moment. The big things, the little things like when I was at brunch on Sunday and God gave me a free round of Americanos and homemade baked goods. Like my every moment, my destiny, the big things, it's all in your hands. And, you know, being courageous looks like looking at your life now before you have the promise and staring discouragement in the face and saying to it, My my life is in the hands of God. You know, it's it's speaking the word of God at situations that make you feel discouraged. So you know in closing I really feel like what God wants to birth in us tonight is a whole new realm of tenacity. And tenacity comes from the Word of God. And so I'm going to challenge you guys to find a promise in the Word that pertains to your situation or that pertains to the dream that you're believing God for. and stand on that promise and no matter what life looks like, don't ever let go. You know, a lot of times people say like, oh, I'm believing God for this or I'm believing God for that and my question to them is, okay, well, what's your scripture? Because if you don't have a scripture, you're not believing. You know, a lot of times these, these things can be coined in Christianity. I'm believing God for this. I'm believing God for that. Like, There's sometimes just Christianese language, which, you know, is great because we want to be speaking the word, we want to be, you know, coming in line with Christian culture, but a lot of times we say things without really knowing why we're saying it or what the meaning behind it is, and so, you know, I'm going to, you know, challenge us to, you know, bring it back to the basics, you know, what's your scripture, what's coming out of your mouth, that's really, really important. You know, you can't, you can't be believing God for something and say, well, it's never going to happen. Like, <laughs> do you realize what just came out of your mouth? Like, if you're believing God, it's going to come out of your mouth because the word of God says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And what's, that means that what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. Like, you can spend time with somebody for five minutes and based on the words that are coming out of their mouth, you know where they're at because your words are essentially, you know, they're, they are your, your faith being made manifest out of your mouth. And so, you know, that's really important is, is what's coming out of your mouth? What's the scripture that you're standing on? Are you in the Word of God? Are you spending time in, in the presence of God? You know, All these foundational things that require what it takes to live in victory and what it takes to be courageous because I'm telling you, when you're discouraged, you cannot be courageous. You can't be. Discouragement robs us of our courage. And a life of faith, a true life of being a Christian, it takes faith. God's not going to ask us to do things that are, like, that we can do in ourselves that would require no need for God. And God is a supernatural God and he does things in our life supernaturally. And so we need to partner with him in order to see our dreams come to pass. And so, you know, trace it down to, like, what are your thoughts? You know, like, all these, these foundational faith teachings that we hear in this house and that, you know, if you, if you want to learn more about them, like, oh my gosh, there's a plethora of faith series and, you know, Keith Moore, Kenneth Copeland, all these amazing faith ministers. And if you, you know, if, if you need to learn more, it's that's possible. You know, we live in a day and age where there's just like so much word available. And so, you know, it's partnering with God and coming back to these foundational teachings about faith and You know, watching our thoughts, watching what's coming out of our mouths. And, you know, like like what the beast said to Belle, you know, are you, are you pondering those dreams in your heart? And, you know, something that I've learned is that it's very, it's very important to pay attention to what bubbles up out of your heart when you're in the presence of God. You know, when when we're in corporate worship and when you're in your own personal prayer closet and when you're in the word of God and you know, there's things that just like, they come up inside of you and sometimes we dismiss it and we're like, that's impossible or if only, you know? Like those kind of thoughts. Don't do that. Like, nurture the bubbling up. Allow yourself to ponder it. Allow yourself to dream. Allow, like what, like what the beast said, like see it in your mind's eye and feel it in your heart. Like what I said, like I can close my eyes and I can see my little kids running around my house. That's a very real picture in my heart. That's, that's an anchor in me. And so, let's just pray and wrap this all up. If you guys could just close your eyes with me. Um I just want to thank you guys for your attention and for listening and you know for being in church tonight and and in doing things God's way. A lot of times too, you can just keep your eyes closed because I'm gonna I'm gonna go into prayer. A lot of times too, like we can feel like, you know, it's great, Julia, what you're saying, but I just feel like I've lost so much time. Um, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but I've been am building a house right now, and I've been posting pictures on there and like stories. And it's really exciting, and everybody's giving me so much, like, support, but this thing has taken me five years. And throughout this journey, I've really felt like, oh, you know what, God, like, I have wasted so much time, money, whatever, but I was in a rhema the other week, and I felt like what God said to me because I was like, God, like I just feel like I've wasted so much time. And he, I felt like he said to me in my heart, you know, Julia, there's one thing that comes with the passing of time and that is wisdom. I now know what to do and what not to do when remodeling a house. <laughs> just ask me. I have wisdom now that I didn't have before. 5 years deep, baby. And so what God was saying to me also was that, you know, when when sometimes we can be discouraged because we've lost so much time or you know if you've invested in something and it didn't work out, you can just you can we can be discouraged, you know, because oh, I invested so much time, money, whatever and and I got nothing out of it, but What God would say to us tonight is that time is never wasted. Time is always a seed. It's our most precious seed because ultimately, money is unlimited but time we only have so much of. And so when we give our time in believing and when we trust God for things to work out, that's a seed. And God never wastes our time. And what God said to me in this rhema was that, and if you don't know what rhema is, it's just, you know, it's just a um, inner healing process where, you know, you talk to God about the truth and it sets you free. And so he said to me, you know, Julia, you can go, you can go really far when I put you in a jet, you know? Spiritually speaking, you know, like I felt like I I lost a lot of time with my house. And, you know, he basically was saying to me, like, you know, you can go really far when I put you in a jet and redeem the time and we go really fast together. Does that make sense? Trying to say, like it made sense to me, but I'm trying to make it make sense to you guys. But then he said, you know, you can go even faster in a rocket ship. And God, nothing is ever wasted with God because if you feel like, oh, I lost time, well, you know what? God can put you in a rocket ship and get you to Mars by tomorrow. (laughs) He's a supernatural God and nothing is ever wasted. And so I I just wanted to speak into that a little bit. If you feel like, well, you know, like, I I have so much wasted time. You know, I I didn't start serving God until I was 40 or 50 or whatever, but God redeems the time and makes up for lost time. So if you need a supernatural advancement, he can put you in a rocket ship and get you to where you need to be, okay? So we're just gonna pray, close this thing, and, um, and we'll be on our way. So Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises to us, God. We trust you that the timing of our life, it's in your hands. God, your timing is perfect. We just say la on that. Your timing is perfect, God. Show us, Father, Holy Spirit, where there are areas where we feel discouraged or disappointed, in birth life to the dreams god again in 2018 god i thank you that it's a year of dreams coming to life again thank you god i thank you god that you restore you strengthen us you build us up god i i thank you god for those dreams in our hearts those our destinies our destinies are calling father They're calling to us when we sit in your presence. Even right now, God, those things that are bubbling up that we we didn't have the courage to dream about. God, those, those dreams, destinies, God, the things that we have always wanted to do. Prophetic promises, God, bring them to our memory and breathe life upon them again father we commit to being faithful to your word we commit to being faithful to reading your word i thank you that 2018 it's a year of the word of god coming back to the foundations father bringing it all back to the word of god if the word of god says it that settles it thank you, Father, for dreams in every single person's heart in this room. I thank you that you birth life to them, God. I'm thanking you for strength in every single person's heart. Even tonight, God, as we lay our heads down on our pillows, I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, that you would just bubble up God dreams as we're falling asleep. Remind us of things, God. Remind us of promises. Remind us, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you, Lord. You make us courageous, Lord. Your word makes us courageous. We don't have to work it up in ourselves, but God, you make us courageous. I thank you that you birthed that in us. In Jesus' name. I'm gonna, um, I know Pastor Alex is gonna close, but I just wanted to comment that we are gonna have the altars open and we have our prayer team. I'll even invite you guys up right now, the prayer team. And uh, if you really felt like this message resonated inside of you, I'll be up here at the altar too. Come up to the altar and get prayer. if there's something that you're struggling with, if there's a verse that I said and you want to know where it was in the Bible, come to the altar. Um, And and our team will pray with you. And, you know, it's okay to be discouraged. It happens. Tell me. Pastor Alex, he's never been discouraged. (laughs) But it's a real thing. And so, you know, I feel like just, you know, going into the new year, God wants this stuff just, like, out of the way. And if you need help praying into something, come up to the altar. Yeah,
1: you know, I I just was just sitting here and, you know, I'm just kind of asking the Lord what's going on, and, and you feel like there's such a peace in here, but it's not a peace like you're falling asleep, right? And you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if you feel that way. And I'm asking the Lord, Lord, what's going on? And I feel like what the Lord is saying is He's like lulling us to a place where the Word is able to easily enter into yeah. our hearts, mm-hmm. and... Just as I was asking him in that, I really feel like uh, I want us to respond. I mean, we're just gonna ask a couple of questions of the Holy Spirit because I don't know about you, but I don't think that this is a moment that we just pass over. Right. Yeah. When the Lord is speaking to us about dealing with the disappointment mm-hmm. as we're getting ready to come into a new year, I feel there is there is a response that's necessary from people who are serious about mm-hmm. leaving. The past than the past. Yeah. There is something that we do, and I was just asking the Lord what He wanted to do. And so, let's just take a second. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to rush this because I feel like sometimes we we can rush things right. because it seems like right, we right, should. Right. And, yeah. But I'm more interested in getting free than getting home. Yes. And Woo! so I, and I'm sure that you all find yourself in the same place. And so let's just take a minute and close our eyes. You could turn the piano up a little bit because I feel like that. I, I was praying last night at our corporate prayer and. I was really praying the same thing, that the Lord would, he would deal with the yeah. disappointment that's going on on the inside of us. And you know, Kenneth Copeland says it like this, that one word from God can change our lives forever. You know, sometimes we think that we have to hear this deep thing or have this crazy encounter with God, yeah, right, but right. all that it takes is that we would simply hear just one word of promise from him. Yes. And that can set us free. So this is all we're gonna do with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, I just want you to simply ask the Holy Spirit, say, Holy Spirit, show me any areas of my heart where I have allowed discouragement in. It's gonna take you somewhere, he's gonna show you something. Maybe it was sometime with a family member or your spouse or sometime at a job or Sometime that you stepped out like Julie was saying And it didn't seem like it worked out The way that it was supposed to Maybe it was last week Maybe it was last month Maybe it was ten years ago It's all the same to the Lord When you're in that memory I just simply want you to just invite Jesus in So you could simply say Jesus I invite you into this memory Now you're either going to see Jesus You're going to feel him you're going to hear him. Maybe the memory's going to brighten. Anything that seems to change, we acknowledge as Jesus entering in because we all experience him in different ways. And yeah. so maybe he's there and you could turn to him. And, you know, I, I always like to look at what he's wearing. <laughs> I do. I like to interact with him. Maybe you're feeling him and you can just feel the warmth of his touch and his embrace. Maybe speaking to you, just whispering in your ear like the loving Father would. And so just say that, Jesus, tell me the truth. say it might be deep, it might be profound, and it may be simple, as simple as I love you and I'll never leave you, but I tell you something, in that word is enough power to transform yeah. any situation you're going through, it's enough to heal any memory, it's yeah. enough to bury you, doesn't matter how deep you're in the discouragement that you're feeling right now, there's enough power in that one word, there's enough power in that one I love you in order to break you from From the bondage of disappointment.
0: There's just one more scripture that I want to read to you guys. Just while you have your eyes closed Psalm 27 14. Here is what I have learned through it all don't give up, don't be impatient wind as one with the Lord. Be brave, be courageous, and never lose hope. Yes, keep waiting, for he will never